Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Master debaters right here on No Filter Network. I'm Grant Napier. That is Eric Burns, Sean Salisbury, caught in a little bit of Houston traffic. Will be joining us momentarily. Burns, you look like you're dressed like you're going to the North Pole or something. I mean, I know you live up in the Tahoe area, but Jesus, is it cold up there this morning or what? You know what? It was one of the first days that we've had in a while, it feels like, that I woke up and I had that, it was just that chill in the air. And it's funny because I saw something where it was a, uh, I'm trying to, with the Holder's family, where it's 98 degrees out, right? And she's getting ready for the fall just because, you know, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it, it's this. And she's put on all her fall clothes and everything. I mean, I can't, the kids are starting school already. Wow. Wow. Dude, it's, it's insane. Like literally last week, maybe it was this week, my, my kid, my, my Colton just got done. And now they're starting again. Now, we do a program that basically lasts all year. It doesn't let you could do it however you want. (laughs) He paced it out because of all between the ski racing and the traveling for the baseball and that. It was just like without overwhelming it. And it makes you think, you know, what was the right way to do it? Like, it was it to go cram everything in in a nine month period, or would it be better? just to kind of spread it out. I don't know the answer to that. I do know we waste a lot of fucking time sitting in a classroom and it's babysitting because I see my kids get more done in three hours a day, three days a week than they did going eight hours a day for five days a week. Yep, so, I got you. Hey. Yeah, I want, yeah, it's a little chilly up here this morning. All right, I, I want to get into this with you. Baseball is a long fucking season, 162 games, and every team's going to have their ebb and flow. But for the first Three months of the season, the Yankees were virtually unbeatable. Then they yeah. get an injury. Stanton's out of the lineup. They get a couple of other guys dinged up. They get a relief pitcher that's out for the year. And now they can't even win a game. They get swept in St. Louis. They get their ass kicked in Seattle. They have not played good baseball leading up to the All-Star break. Take me inside that clubhouse. You know you got talent. You know you're good. You also know you're going to be in the playoffs. It's the middle of August. So I guess my question to you, Bernsey, are who are the real New York Yankees? I got Bernsey on a freeze there, so I don't know if that's uh, – he's got a bad connection, but hopefully we can get him back on. I I just – I really do wonder that. I wonder – when you look at a team like the Yankees 
and you can't lose a game. There you go. Burns, are you with me? Yeah, sorry, man. About every 25 minutes, my internet shits out. Oh, okay. It, 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 it's, totally, it's totally normal, and then, it, and then it goes like every 25 minutes. But I, I got the gist of what you're saying talking about the Yankees. Look, man, they, they made the trade. They, they get rid of Jordan Montgomery, then he goes and shoves up their ass. Uh, no, number one, what the fuck are they doing? Get rid of him. I agree. Like, that, that, that made no sense to me at all, especially Harrison Bader. He's hurt. I like Harrison Bader. I really do. Good morning, Sean. I like the morning, guys. The, the, How are you, buddy? The, the USC shirt. I'll forgive you for that. <laughs> you ever heard of you ever heard of fight on for old SC, brother? There you go. I know, you know why I, you don't like him. We're gonna have to have a little bit of a bet, aren't we, there, bud? Dude, for, first of all, you know what's funny? I and I don't know how you felt about, about this, it, because the team that I actually I I liked SC because. Playing baseball, playing college baseball, all the kids who played for SC or UCLA, I'd say 90% of them were from Southern California. So they all knew each other. Agreed. And they were all friends. So we'd go play a series against SC, and then we're at fucking Maloney's afterwards pounding pints together. The team I didn't like. I I, I did not like Burnsy, did you just play – Dude, did you just play the Maloney's card? Oh my gosh, my man! <laughs> oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Um, and there was a there was a place back in the day, right over there around the corner in Brentwood, called Mothers. Remember that place? Did you ever hear that yep. place? Yeah. In Pacific, if you go over I ten and around heading towards the Pacific Palisades, then I'm gonna tell you what it was like shooting fish in a barrel. Now I ain't ever done it before, Grant, but it sure seemed easy. <laughs> Oh man, Maloney's one of the great. I friggin' love that place. So what that was, and you're exactly right now. Yeah, don't get me started on a few other schools in the, in the conference there, Bernsey, and you're 100 percent correct. Oh man, it's I funny love that. How that. It's it's funny how that happens though, because everyone assumes like, hey, you went to UCLA, you hate SC. I'm like, dude, as a matter of fact, not at all. I actually I like agreed. SC. And, agreed. And the, the, the school that I I struggled with the most, I'd say struggled with, but the school that. Stanford and, and Cal were both a pain in my ass. Stanford because they drilled me on purpose that I charged their fucking second baseman. And Cal because there were a bunch of shit talkers in the bullpen when I was in the right field. And so I finally had to challenge the whole right field, to, you know, the whole bullpen to a fight. But that, so, that, so I had more of an issue with them, whereas like SC got along with great. Arizona schools got along with ASC was a little edgy. But yeah. No, I, I'm with I'm with you 100%, man, because you the guys at UCLA, you either played with, were in all-star tournaments with, went to school with, and they're your buddies, and you're right, you, this, you would, you, you want to beat each other's brains, in, and then you became great buddies, it was, it, or you were buddies before then, so, yeah, I, my, my issues came with other schools, UCLA wasn't the issue with me, I'm with you 100%, and Stanford, they just knew they were smarter than everybody, and they were going to own the company you worked for anyway, so they, <laughs> they, 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 and they were, and, and, and now, and now that they've become a great sports program, it's like, fuck, what else do they need to do, they dominate it, they got all the smarts, they get all this, and a great golf course near campus, and, you know what, they also will be the CEO of the company, you're working for someday and then they kicked your ass in football when you know david shaw was there and harbaugh so yeah they good god bless them i still say well you know we got you when elway was there and we once we quit worrying about john the rest of it was 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 a bye week and i say that jokingly but it was uh <laughs> they were uh you know i watched you guys did just i don't mean to get off the beaten path but talking about that real quick 
go to my Twitter when you guys get a chance and look at the retweet when I put on when I put Elway. I don't know if you saw it, Grant. Go back and watch him, Bernsey, on that video when he was in high school. Dude, I saw, I, I, saw all- those, I, I don't know where I watched it. Was it maybe it was on your Twitter, but I saw the thing when he was in high school and he was talking about he was playing in the All-American game. And he was saying that he didn't have a chance to play the senior season because he was hurt. John Robinson was on the call, and, and he was – I mean, this looked like a man among boys. Let me tell you something. He was making throws in that game, and I've seen – and just making throws, and the reason I said at Stanford is Elway's making throws in that, in that high school game that we're like crawling 10 miles over broken glass just to hang out in Josh Allen and Mahomes' shadow, and I get it. Elway was making throws in high school that those dudes are making in the NFL on Sundays now. And we're like, oh, my gosh. I'm thinking, this kid was 17, 18 years old throwing balls. You're like, what the fuck? He's the best best college quarterback I've ever seen. I was at Bowling Green when Stanford played at Ohio State at the Horseshoe. And it was a big fucking buildup. And John Elway went in there and looked like an NFL quarterback playing against Ohio State that day. To this day, and I'm 63, so I'm older than you guys. He is the best college quarterback that I have ever watched play. That's just my the opinion. Mo- oh, and the most good. And Bernsey's showing some of these throws. Let me tell you something, man. And you even go back like his, he was there like his freshman, sophomore, and Turk Schonert was there too at his like senior year. And there's a play against SC that they that they showed me before when I got to SC or on a recruiting trip or I can't remember where, where I saw it first. But Elway's playing against SC and Ronnie Lott's team and Kenny Marjoram was on that team. Elway, and it's a, if you haven't seen it, it's out there. John scrambles right, peels back and scrambles left, goes back to his right and is about to step out of bounds, puts his foot in the ground at his own 40 or 35 and throws the ball, falling damn near out of bounds. And Kenny Marjoram's eight yards deep. Ronnie Lott jumps up, doesn't get the ball. It hits Marjoram in the chest and knocks him down. Wow. And right then and there, I mean, you, people knew before then, you're like, oh, come on, man. He's the freakiest still to this day. I think he's the freakiest college, I mean, high, the, the most gifted college quarterback high school that I ever saw. And even coming into the NFL. I mean, I'm, just, I'm not even talking about all the other sports. He could hit a baseball and do all that. Just the things he was doing then, the throws he was making, the Elway cross was leaving stuff on people's chest because he's throwing it. Um, John was the, still the most gifted I've ever seen. So I, I'm with you at that that level at that age. But but back to that USC UCLA thing, Burns. I'm with you. I don't have a problem with him either. I love I love playing the Bruins. So Elway's minor league statistics, and, and you have got to understand, like like this game's hard, right? Like there's first round draft picks that all they've done their entire life is play baseball and nothing else, and they get to the minor leagues and they get their dicks handed to them, but. John Elway, he in 1982 in the in the New York Penn League, hit 318 with an 896 OPS. I mean, come on, man! This this is Bo Jackson shit. You don't yes. you don't see this anymore. You do not see this anymore. And I don't know why. Maybe because it's guys are so developed in one sport that it's tough to break into the two sport thing, but. I can't. You, you're right, Sean. Like this, this is one of the greatest athletes that's ever lived. Yeah. And I, it's I think crazy. he's passed over when we look at that. Yeah, there's no doubt, Bernie. And I, I understand Bo and Dion. I get. I do. 
but John, John was hitting from the left side, hitting balls, you know, top, you know, he, he's going up or tank. He's got an arm. Now, listen, all that Bo Jack, I got news for you. Uh, Elway, how do you play right field and pay Major League Baseball in a, in a pinstripes uniform? And we start throwing names out like Jesse Barfield and Dewey Evans and Roberto Clemente. I'm talking about arms, just, you know, Ellis Valentine, yeah. Vlad Guerrero, all those, uh, Ichiro. I got news for you. Make room for that dude because Bo Jackson, that guy had it. And imagine the football. Hell, he'd throw a football from right field and throw your ass out at home plate, probably. That's how damn good he was. But yes, and Burns, you remember that was from, that was that, as you mentioned, that was part time. John was a football guy that happened to put a bat in his hand. And I, I know the, I, I think he would have been epic as a baseball player too, but I think he made the right choice too. football. He didn't do half bad there either, but he was a, he's, he does not get the credit athletically that he should, because he would have started in a major league team at some point Yankee right fielder. You think that's a pretty good group there? Old, uh, oh boy. Oh Grant, boy. You think that's any decent uh, group out yeah. there? Yeah. Boy, not no bad. Shit, huh? Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, uh, before you came on, Sean, Burns and I, I was bringing up this question. I want to transition to what's going on right now in Major League Baseball a little bit. 162 games, you're going to have a little low. All right, even the best teams that have, they're going to have lows. The Yankees couldn't lose in the first couple of months of the season. They were on a record historic pace, blah, blah, blah. They get an injury, they get another injury, they lose an arm. Now, all of a sudden, they've been really, as you pointed out on Tuesday's show, Sean, over the last month or so, they've been basically a 500 team. This road trip begins in St. Louis. They get swept. They get their ass kicked up in Seattle. They now start a weekend series tomorrow in Boston. So I was asking Bernsey, who are the real New York Yankees? As a Yankees fan, Sean, you know, you and I have talked about this for the last oh, yeah. few months. I don't think they would beat the Houston Astros in a series. I said that when they were the top dog. In when the you were like eight games in front. Right. right. I, I just don't like the way they match up. But now they can't even win a game. So, Sean, before you come on, I was asking Bernsey. So, Bernsey, who are the real New York Yankees? Take me into that clubhouse. Do they feel that when they get everyone back, it's going to be as simple as turning on a light switch? No. Because they know they've had their troubles, number one, with Houston. Right? I, I don't think – the more I watch and, and, and see this, I'm not sure – if the Dodgers and the Mets are the two best teams in baseball, uh, like I, it's going to go through those two uh, in the National League, and then I think it's you know the Yankees and the Astros most likely. But uh, you know maybe one of these wild card teams to come in and upset them. I, I just think the American League is more of an open race. I, who are the Yankees, Grant? I mean, fuck, man, there's 30 games over 500. So even if you say Maybe they weren't the team that was on pace to win 125 games, but they're also not not a 500 team either, which is where they've been playing. They've been playing below that now for a number of weeks. Uh, this is a this is a good team, but when you get to the postseason, and I'd have to I'd have to dig into the numbers a little bit more. Matt Carpenter's fucking huge, man, and so to have oh, him go down, big, like big look loss. what he's been doing. I mean, he's been, he's been gigantic for him. That's a huge loss. And then there's there's a shit ton of swing and miss in that lineup, dude. Yep, there just yeah. is. And then that and that's gonna and the play. Astros and the Astros don't do that. Listen, no. I, I, this is not because I live in Houston. Because as you know, Grant, we've discussed this Yankees Red Sox and that my, my they're yep. there. It, even if they're not trying to tank the the Red Sox, they they're they're ass right now. They can't beat anybody, right? They're not very good. Right. So, 
So as an, just being around the Astros every day, I think I have a pretty damn good feel for what their strengths and weaknesses, what they're going through. Burnsy, number one is, and I said on my show this morning, Grant, we were talking about the Astros. Hell, they're 30 games over 500, and, yep. and, and the fans are as if, and I don't mean it mean, but they're so like, oh, my God, gripping over the fact 30 games, the lineup's been changing a lot. You know, even Dusty, who's been out with COVID, calling the lineup from his hotel room. People are tripping because Mancini's not in every day and Yuli can't hit. I mean, for a team 30 games over 500, the, 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 the oh, my gosh, factor is real right here. And you're thinking, man, slow the fuck down. We're going to be okay. But that's the thing about baseball, the everyday, because it's the process and the build. It's just that slow burn emotion drives you frigging crazy. And in a hundred, that'd be like me panicking after a bad preseason game when you're playing 162 of them. But that's what we all do. I don't even know if panicking, but concern. Grant, I think you have more alarm for concern with your Yankees than I do with the Astros. I do. And here's why. Here's why. If you're both hitting shitty, at least the Astros will put it in play. And listen, Bregman hasn't had a great year. Yuli, the Nash, the reigning American League batting champ, is hitting like 240. Mancini had been – hell, their damn near best hitter aside from Jordan has been uh, Aledmus Diaz, and he's, he's, just, he's a platooner and moving around but should be in the lineup a lot. So they're tinkering with all this stuff, and you're like, what the – they don't have a starting center fielder. He's a – Michael Brantley ain't – I'm just telling you now, post this score now, you ain't seeing him the rest of this year. You're just not. So is it going to be Mancini and left? McCormick and Myers battling out in center. We know Tucker's in right. But I will tell you this, and I said it today, and I'm with Burnsy. They lie somewhere in between there. I think they. I would teeter them to the better side than the worst side, Grant, because they're the Yankees, and I know that if they long balls roll and look the fuck out, right? And we do know they got some frontline starting pitching that can mow you down on any day. I think the Astros pitching staff's deeper. Bullpen, I do. I'm talking about all the way in. Well, the, the numbers bear out they're more productive than just about anybody this year, starting and I'm talking about innings pitched, ERA for the bullpen. The Astros have been like that. Now, Maton wasn't good in the 10th inning last night, but they've been pretty damn good. So for me, it comes down to they swing and miss a lot, and normally it's the Yankee swagger. I'm going to tell you right now is that you're not going to hear out loud, oh, we want the Astros. Oh, this, you sure as shit don't. It comes down to matchups. The Yankees yep. may be the best team, well, three-quarters of the year they have been. But I'm going to tell you, they do not match up well against this nope. team, and that's proven. Nope. And so while I respect the Yankees and think they can win the whole thing, my money in a seven-game series, even if both are playing great or both are playing average baseball, I, I, I think the Astros, put it this way, if you're the Yankees, you want somebody to get the Astros earlier, and, and you, you just do. Because if they're in the ALCS, I know where my money's going, and that's no disrespect to a great team. I just think the Astros head-to-head are better. Mentally, they're better, too. I mean, the Yankees, in their head, do not – you're right. They, they're not going to ever say that, but, I mean, they know that that's a horrible matchup for them. So, absolutely. Won. And, Grant, I'll be honest with you in Burns, and they won't say it out loud either. You know, swagger exists in a lot of different ways. In private – I actually do think there's Astros that want the Yankees, though, Grant. You know, the, that, that's oh, that yes. – there's a they, – they, matter of fact, they'd rather see the Yankees in Tampa. I sure as shit tell you that. Amen. I can promise you that. Yep. And not because they don't respect the Yankees. Respect, yes, but there's something about Tampa that grinds on the Astros the same way that the Astros grind on the damn Yankees. Does that make sense? Yep. And the matchup is not good. So you better hope for a divisional upset – and see the right or wrong pitching, depending on who you are. 
because I don't think in a long seven-game series, I'm not sure with contact in the matchup, I, I don't think it bodes well for the Yankees against the Astros. I really don't. Hey, real quick, the, I, so I was watching that game the other night against Seattle, and they made, I don't know, it's like a three or four consecutive base running mistakes. Yes. I, it, it's, it's perplexing to me how horseshit the fundamentals of the game have gotten. And I, I, I have not... This isn't my get off, you know, get off my lawn moment type thing. But we've become so obsessed with hitting home runs and exit velocity and throwing as hard as we can that a lot of the basic fundamentals of the game have gone to absolute shit. Guys don't know how to run the bases. And so when I watch the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the way they're fucking ripping bags and taking the extra base and making plays. I mean, some guy comes off the bench last night, makes a sick diving play down the third baseline, fires up Trey Turner, put him in center, put him at short, put this guy anywhere on the dime. He's making plays. He's doing like, that's a baseball team, man. So when I watch Yankees, I watch, you know, two nights before that, and I watch the whole game, and you're just like, eh. That's Mitch what's Slutter, wrong. You guys making mistakes. And then I watch the Dodgers. That's a fucking complete team, man. That's right. Big but there's difference. only, but the, the, there is a big difference. But you see, here's the big issue that I see. That's the problem right now with Major League Baseball. That's why the game is in need of repair, in my opinion. That's why the ratings are down. That's why nobody watched the fucking All-Star game. That's why not many people are going to the games. The fucking game is played so poorly now, both fundamentally the ball is not put in play. Listen, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. I'm going to be honest, guys. I have trouble watching the Yankees play. You know why? The fucking ball is not in play. The ball is not in play. I don't want to watch a three-hour game and watch the ball not being in play. And the fundamentals of the game are fucking awful. You know where it's at, Grant? It's in the pitcher's hand, the catcher's glove, or in the seats. And you're, that, It really is. That's right. It is. I, and I can't even and, watch it. Right, so it's either strike out, hit the ball in the seats, or the or or the pitchers walking behind the waiting to get on the rubber. Does that make sense? Yep. Another team that's playing like you're talking about, Bernsey, and you watch him, and our guy Ron Washington, who's a hell of a, a man, was a hell of a. I love Wash Me and too. a third base, but you saw him last night or two nights ago wave Acuna home. They're playing with balls and running it, and playing. They're acting like they're the World Series champions, which ain't a bad thing, right? But I can tell you this, and go on some of these national shows. I'm not saying they're not good, but Bernsey, to validate what you're saying and, and to piggyback on you, Grant, this has nothing to do. Listen, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Fundamentals in 1960, fundamentals in 2060. There are certain things about baseball, football, basketball that should never change. OK, like playing defense in basketball. Fuck, you don't have D up. You know, you got a job. To, it's so you don't you don't have to sit there and play matador defense. It's the same thing. If you throw strikes and don't walk people in pitching, you got a chance to win. If you put the ball in play, you got a better chance to win. Okay, and I know we're all about it. Watch a show, and experts will come on, and somebody will tee an expert up. And instead of baseball, like, oh, man, did you see the way he turned third base? And, man, Acuna slide inside. I mean, phenomenal. Washington didn't hesitate. Takes the inside slide on a ball a little bit up the line. The sweep tag couldn't get him safe. And they win the game, in, and they, they go on and win the game. But that was a huge play in it. Is the answer will be, for instance, Bernsey, you asked me, hey, if I'm an expert at it, hey, Sean, what do you think about the way they're, well, I don't like the velo, 
the exit velocity, the, the, you know, everything will be an analytics reference instead of just, are they playing good fucking baseball? Does that make sense? Everything refers to, you got to keep up on the, well, you know, his war, man, I tell you. I mean, I know those stats matter. Don't misunderstand me. But the way we even discuss it is not just basic. Like when somebody asks me about football, well, you know, they're going to, listen, did they tackle well and did they block? And how well did the quarterback play? Give me those three things. I got a pretty damn good a chance of pitching you, beating you. Did you pitch well? Is the ball in play? Did you leave runners in scoring position? If you if you if you do those things pretty well and throw strikes, you get, got a chance to win. So even just the way we tie everything is we, like we're so caught up in 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 all the shit. You forget to play that running a base, getting a good lead. Or taking the extra base smartly and not not like a dumbass, and or or phones falling out of your pocket, you know all that shit. Um, exactly. Yeah. Can you imagine? Hey, Mickey Mantle, you know he had his pager in his pocket. Get the fuck out of here. So for me, but it, it's just, and it's not all. I love baseball, but there's some there's some games in all sports then and now are unwatchable. But I mean, you can't even keep if you don't know the acronym for everything in the world, then you you're having a hard time breaking down baseball in 2022. But, dude, it's about fighting for inches. This isn't rocket science, man. I, I coach. Well, you both know what you both know about that fighting for inches. Hell, you fight for fucking inches. I've always fought for inches, and I'm going to continue to fight for inches. So, these kids, dude, I'm telling uh, you, every little thing matters. And then they're out there, and I'm watching like the secondaries. Watch a big league secondary. Ready? And they literally. Like, looks like this. Guys at first base, let's say second base is over here. There's no <laughs> urgency, man. There's right. nothing. Right. It's like, when, when you were talking about a game of inches, we're talking about where the state, it's like, not that, at every single base. It's like, the, the effort's not there, man. It's just, it's just not, and it's not, look, this is universal. Because there are guys that play the game right, play the game hard. They do continue to fight for everything. But, that's why we loved it, right? And again, like the ball to play. Make it actually have two strike adjustment. You have two fucking strikes. You know who did it? Trey Turner did it. Trey Turner, you watch when he hits. Before two strikes. Big leg kick. <laughs> two strikes. Goes like this. Doesn't lift it. Just goes like this. Boom. And he's ready to hit. And I'm screaming at my kid. I'm like, listen, dude, watch that. This is what I'm talking about. Before two strikes, great. Be a leg kicking fool. Fine. Two strikes. You fight to put the ball in play. Sure enough, Trey Hurt, Turner bangs the ball off the wall. That's it. I'm impressed with it. As much as I'm disgusted yeah. with a lot of other play around Major League Baseball right now, I am really, really impressed with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, and I don't coach effort, Grant. Nobody should ever have to coach effort. No, don't play. If I got to coach effort, then that's time for me to either to change players or to do something else. I ain't coaching effort, and, and, and nor should you ever have to. Grant, you can't quit li- laughing about my about classic, right? You're classic. a fucking beauty. <laughs> you are a fucking beauty. But you know what? How about guys that we uh, see all the time? When you watch Major League Baseball, I love Phil Mushnick of the New York Post because he talks about guys that stretch doubles into singles because they fucking take a couple of easy steps out of the box because they think yeah. the ball's gone or, you know, how many? I, I, that's another thing I see, Bernsey and Sean. 
Guys just are too fucking cavalier coming out of the box after the ball is put in play. Fucking run hard, would you please? There are too many guys that I see not running hard when I watch baseball. The hammy, man. I don't want to hurt the hammy, Grant. Dude, I don't want to hurt the hammy. I'm, I, listen, I'm going 219, but I'm hitting it. If it's not out of the ballpark, bitch, I ain't running. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bernsey, seriously. I mean, Bernsey, you, Bernsey, I say that I'm not saying this to you. You fucking played the game one way. And one way only. And, you know, our good buddy FP did the same thing. I never saw you fucking guys jog anywhere. I didn't see you jog on the field, off the field. I never saw you guys not take the extra base. You fucking ran hard and played hard every single fucking down. And I don't see enough of that in baseball now. Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. i got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Zbiotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash grant. Use the code grant at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So check this out. This kid, and this isn't against him. I, I, it's just, I just want to explain to you guys how the game has changed. Vaughn Grissom is his name. He's a top prospect for the Braves. He gets called up yesterday. He hits, what a his, scene. hits his first big league home run. So yep. he, he pounds the ball, flip, flip, flips the bat, like stands there, watches it, takes a sweet ass time, runs around the bases. I made my debut, geez, August 22nd of 2000. So we're, we're coming up on what, 22 years ago. And 22 years ago, when I made my de- debut, Jacobs Field, I got a base hit my first at bat against Chuck Finley. Uh, I forget. Uh, I ended up, uh, I flew out a couple times uh, to the outfield. Uh, and then I end up getting another knock. I end up getting another knock. And then I come up in my, I think it was my last at bat. 
And Steve Reed hangs me a slider right down the middle. And I fucking right here. What? Big, big swing. Foul the back. Steve Reed says something like, don't be fucking swinging. And I didn't hear him. I, I, apparently he says something, though. Next pitch. Right in the ribs. I got drilled for swinging too hard in my first major league game. 22 years later, this dude's flipping bats and pipping shit like whatever. And this guy, and nothing. We almost got a brawl because and I, the only reason why I knew Steve Reed was saying something is because our, our whole dugout went nuts. And then we threw behind Sandy Alomar. And then benches cleared. That's how the game's fucking changed, man. So you're telling and me that's when you, as a rookie in your last at bat in your first game, you swung too hard. Yes with a lead as a rookie and he felt the need to have to hit you in the rib cage because he thought you were, you were doing too much. Know your place type of uh, thing. Know know your place. And then, and then there's this, and then, and then there's this, which just, you guys take a look. Bro, it was an impressive bomb and all due respect to the kid. I, and I and I actually did, oh, it was hammered. Yeah, bother me. It's just yeah. going to watch watch the reaction. Oh yeah, yeah. I got yeah. hit for swinging too hard. This guy's not getting. <laughs> there will be no retaliation for this. Right. There will be nothing. And I look. I'm probably I'm, I'm definitely more in the middle because first big league game, dude. Put your fucking head down and run. That's my that's my take on it. Also, obviously, I should have never been hit for "quote unquote" swinging too hard. That's the most asinine thing I've ever heard of. Right. So you have to think like we were so far one way. It was so stupid, and, and you know, even with the hazing stuff and all the other bullshit that went on. Right. And then now we've gone so far the other way that somewhere along the line, this is going to meet it and settle. It settle probably where it should. Yeah, I don't have a problem with a Joe Carter walk off. Uh, that, that's now yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. a whole di- sell dude you can do somersaults around the bases for all i give a shit I, i'm in right i mean just the way but i, I just i you know a nine to i'm just i'm not referring to this one but a nine to one game in your second at bat you it's like the guy who celebrates when you lose by you're losing by 40 and scores a touchdown and he does some major celebration like Come on, man. There's some, I'm all about having a blast because I think we need fun. I don't like it where it's just everything's old school or everything's nude school like you're saying, Bernsey. There's got to be a meet in the middle. Most, guy, most guys would have said, man, I hit a ball in front. What a great thrill. I'll celebrate with my teammates, but damn, hopefully I'll do it again. Give me that ball if you can, if you'll give it back as a visitor. And, man, be happy, but probably just – you can get excited, but bat flipping and watching – if that was a walk-off home run, a walk-off home run to win it in you know in a in a playoff round or you know get you into the playoffs, I get it. I do. I, I, guys, I really don't have a problem with fun celebration. I just don't have fun celebration at somebody else's expense when you're new in the league. There's probably got. I, maybe I think different. I just feel like you got to earn a little bit before you act as if you just hit your 500th home run yeah. in a walk-off fashion. That's just me, but I don't. I, I don't begrudge anybody for celebrating. It's just not at the expense of somebody else. I just don't believe in that. Yeah, games change, man. And, and, yep. it's, and it's not I, – I don't think it's all for the better. 
I don't think it's all for the worse either. Agreed. I think there's there, there's certain elements of it that that are great, and there's you know because it was too stiff, and I do believe that let the kids play and let them have a fun, let them have fun and let them show some emotion. Um, I you know I, that this kid's first home run. You read the quote too. He's like, man, I struck out my first hit bat, I failed. Like rounded out my second bat, I failed. He said like, you know, he said there was I just I was feeling it and I ran into one. I got super excited, so you know I did the bat flip or whatever, and that's it. That's that's fine. It's 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 very much accepted today. If he did that 22 years ago, like there would have been balls flying behind his head. Oh yeah, there's no, there's no <laughs> right. doubt in my mind. Right. Hey, I interviewed Goose Gossage a couple of years ago, and we were talking about the Yankee-Red Sox rivalry. And he said, hey, we hated them, and they hated us. Because I was talking about when you watch baseball now, you see the first baseman laughing with the fucking guy that just got a hit, and they're sitting there, and they're bullshitting. He said, fucking Goose said, that fucking shit didn't happen when we played. We fucking hated them. They hated us. There was no, like, tap-tap, any of that bullshit. And I just, you know, again, we're old-fashioned that way, I think. I do miss the way the game was played, and I just wonder – if this is the new norm and we just haven't caught on with what the new norm is, because I think that's what baseball wants. They want this. The game is stale. The game is down. The ratings are down. The attendance is down. They want, for lack of a better term, flair. They want this shit to attract the younger generation. Oh, right? I, yeah. Grant, I got to tell you, when you say, is this the new, when it comes to sports? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's baseball. Uh, there's no doubt. I mean, if you go, go do a be on a show with the younger generation, you know, when they're host a show and you've done it, we all have, or, and, and, and I see, I sit, I'm in the middle of this, not sitting on the fence, but there are certain things like if you hit my best player, cause he homered the time before you're getting hit back. That's just too, I, 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 I'm hitting you back. You don't get to, you don't get to wear out Mike Trout because he homered off you. And then your guy gets to come and have a free pass. I, I just don't do it now. I'm not head hunting. I'm not going right. to try to hurt. I'm just going to make sure you know that there's that now. I am okay with now. I'm not taunting. I, I just say it's in football. It's, you score, you make a catch, and you win a game. Hell, why wouldn't you celebrate with your teammates? I'm all in about that. I, I am, but this is we're in a time when bat flips in the second inning in a nine to one game. Are, are yes, they're, they're not going away, Grant. You're exactly right. They want that so they can pop on, and people love it. And the first time you say you're against it, you're an old head. Right, you 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 hate you hate the new generation of baseball. I don't. I love I love excitement. I just think there's a happy medium too. I'm all about excitement, but I'm not excitement to embarrass you. If in a ten to one game, I ain't stealing a base when we're up nine in the eighth. I just I to me well, if you here's the answer. Well, then you if you can't stop them from getting on first base, quit bitching about them stealing. Not a complaint. I don't want old school where everything's retaliation, like Bernsey said. And I sure as hell don't want you bat flipping in a fourteen to two win when you got the, the when you got a left fielder pitching. Get the fuck out of here, right? Yep. But if you're asking if this is what you're going to see more of, oh, it, 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 you, you can you can count on that. This ain't going away because everybody nope. everybody wants to flare it up a little bit. Because that's why launch angle and home runs. We don't give a shit if a guy hits two twenty. If he's hitting 40 home runs, we don't yep. care about that. The Tony Gwynn's and Wade Boggs would not get near as much love as they do as they did then because, oh, they're just they're singles guys, right, hitting doubles. Yet they can hit a double into a fucking hula hoop in left field with nine dudes right. on the field. That's how good they were. 
a fucking Tommy John, so the world would have never stepped foot on a major league diamond. Ooh, Think about yeah. that. Jamie Moyer pitches yeah, 80 years in a league. You're, you're exactly right. I, I, right. I wonder about I think about that a lot because as you see all these kids come up and, and they go through the system and they go through basically it's like this perfect game system, right? And everything's measured. Like they're they're measuring velocity at nine years old for my kid. Like it's and and they track it and they have all this stuff and all this data. And there's actually there I ironically, there's a a USA baseball tryout thing that they do. And I didn't I did not send Colton to do it. I it's I just like did we 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 play enough travel ball, we 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 got this, we got that. I'm like I, I'm not. I I don't think I don't think it's a big deal it, down the road if that's a path that he has an opportunity to do. Great, but for now I'm not going to do it. Like there's I don't see any sense in him doing it. And their tryout, you know what their tryout is? Literally, it's throwing, measuring measuring velocity, measuring like a a 60 yard time or something like that, and measuring exit velocity, and that's it. Do they measure you, fucking how many you, kids are having Tommy that, John surgery when they're fucking 14 you, years old? You 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 can't. Here, here's the deal with that, though. So then now to their defense, I, I do believe they, they do get then they put those two those numbers to certain kids and then they do some research to figure it out. Long story short, it's pretty cool because Colton Biscuit, a.k.a. Biscuit, he never he didn't try out for it. But he got at he got asked to play, and so he's gonna play for. There's one of like six regions in the country, and and it was this late ad, and but I'm what I'm trying to say with this is that do you know how many guys? And I think we need to remember this as you continue to scout. Our scouts need to remember this going forward when we're trying to put together the best team because it's 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 not necessarily about having the most skilled players. You know how many fucking guys I played with that had insane exit velocity, but had no barrel to fucking ball skills? Like, your exit velocity doesn't matter at 5 o'clock, man. It matters during the game. You know how many guys I saw with an absolute hose across a diamond and he couldn't hit the fucking first baseman to save his life? You know how many guys that you I saw run like the wind and none of it matters because that, that dude ain't getting on base, or or he's taking you know Magellan routes in the outfield. So or he, he's we, fast, but he doesn't know how to take a lead and read a pitcher, and he gets thrown out then, anyway. Dude, right. Ryan Rock, Ryan Rock, and Fast Freddie Mitchell, two guys on my UCLA baseball team that played football. Rock led the country in punt returns. Freddie Mitchell played a fucking decade in the NFL. Right. Neither one of those guys could run the bases. Dude, yeah. we'd, we'd, we'd bring them in a pinch run, and they just, it's, it's about the leads, it's about the jumps, it's about the instincts. So, I don't, you know, as much as we want to measure all this stuff, and I do think, look, give me the measurements, but I'm not going to put together a team just based on measurements. Well, I that's a combine camp. It's a combine camp all American. That's that's what it is, Burns. Yeah, yeah you know, oh, a guy can run and jump, and we'll draft him in the first round, but he couldn't cover me, and he can't throw up, and he can't catch in, you know, a cold. Oh, he can't. He can throw it through a car wash without getting it wet, but he can't hit the car wash, right? And it also goes. Have you ever? Have you noticed though? Because I noticed it doing the shows that uh, we want to talk. We want to talk about that launch angle, man. We got to hit that ball out of the ballpark, Grant and Burns. We got yet 
when they're not hitting out of the park, they go through the slump and they're not putting the ball in play. You know what everybody goes back to? Guy's only hitting 227. So it goes all the way back to, oh, I thought he didn't care about average. I thought we didn't care about that. All we care about, you strike out, you can go and get yourself the, what, the golden sombrero? Is that what we're calling it now? Is it right? Yeah. And then you get the, and then Homer, everything's good, dude. You got your one for five, struck out four times, and every curveball you missed by two feet. That's okay, but but when it's not when the ball's not leaving the ballpark and they're hitting two nineteen, now everybody's mad that you're hitting two nineteen. I want I need somebody to swing to contact. Man, it coming in late in the zone, hit the ball the other way, go oppo right. I'm swinging late in the zone. Oh, oh and why aren't we pulling it, man? That ball's in the inner half, got to pull it. Bat speed. Oh, but boy, we want that when the ball's not leaving the ballpark. So. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy, but I, I'm not judging. A bit. My football guy ain't getting judged on combine. Matter of fact, that's the most overrated week of the year in God football, damn, right? to be honest with you. Amen to that. Boys, I hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll be back uh, next week. This is a great show, man. Really appreciate yeah, awesome. it. Awesome. Good shit, boys. Okay, when we come back next week, one one last question for you guys to ponder. Will we know who the Cleveland Browns quarterback is? Jacoby no. Brissett. Deshaun Watson at some point or Jimmy Garoppolo? Will we know next Tuesday? No, we will not. None of, none of the three. I'll tell you this, and I want to get into this next week. I think that the NFL is so fucked up with the way they have handled this and the fact that the appeal could have been handled by Roger Goodell, and on Tuesday he came out and made it very clear that they feel Deshaun Watson should be suspended for at least a year, and Goodell then assigned someone else to hear the appeal makes no fucking sense to me. We all know what the deal is. We all know what the league wants. Goodell had authority and power to rule on it, and now we're wasting everybody's time again. But to answer your question, when we come on Tuesday at 12 o'clock Eastern, I will say no, we will not know. What about you, Bernsey? You think we'll know? I did, I saw him yesterday with Deshaun Watts starting that. Uh, he started the first preseason Tomorrow night, isn't he? Tomorrow night, yep. Fucking A, man. Yeah, Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to go off. I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say we're going to know about Watson by Tuesday of next week when okay. we're on the show. I'm going to say at that point in time, Jacoby Brissett will be the starter. By the time training camp ends, Jimmy Garoppolo's in Cleveland. How about that? I'm going to give you the trifecta. Right. I like the trifecta. trifecta. There you go. There All you right. Go. Boys, have a great weekend. Good show. Great stuff, fellas. Thank you. Good stuff. All right, Burns, Sean Salisbury, Grant Napier. Thanks for watching us here on No. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply